Hello, hi, and welcome to this episode of the Mandy Mayer podcast. As per usual, this is the podcast where we chat about all your health goals, creating healthier habits, and losing fat in the process with me, your host, your favorite South African host, Mandy Mayer. Look at me making assumptions as I start this episode. The start of an episode wouldn't be the start of the episode if I did not thank you for rating, reviewing, sharing and buying me virtual coffees. So a massive thank you to every single one of you who do that as well as to every single one of you who are silent listeners and do learn from the podcast every single week. Let's jump straight into it today. In this episode, I'm going to be chatting about overeating and how you can reduce the overeating or how you can stop overeating. Because let's be realistic about it. If fat loss is your goal, you need to be able to adhere to a certain amount of calories per day or over time, over a long period of time actually, for fat loss to take place. But how can you adhere to those calories if you are still struggling with overeating? Because if you do overeat, of course, what that means then is when you overeat food, of course, you're going to overconsume calories, which is most likely going to place you in a maintenance amount or calorie surplus amount or even in a smaller deficit amount, which will essentially slow down the process progress of your fat loss. I'm going to touch on five things that will help you stop overeating. Okay. And a number of these things you would have probably heard before on this podcast, but I also know with myself, I need to hear something several times before the penny drops. I remember when my mom used to ask me to pack the dishwasher, she had to ask a hundred times before I eventually did it. So I know the importance of repeating information and you hearing that information over and over again so that it does stick, so that you can then start implementing the strategies, especially these strategies to stop overeating if that is something that you are struggling with. Number one, I've said this before and I will say it over and over and over again. Stop skipping meals. You think you are saving calories. You think you are not hungry. You think you are being a meal skipping hero. Short term, yes, you are reducing your calories. Long term, no, you're not. And the reason for that is that hunger, yes, you might not feel it immediately when you skip in that meal, but I can tell you now that hunger is going to come and bite you in the backside when you skip something like breakfast or like lunch. So like I said, in that moment, you might not feel hungry, but I can assure you now, if you skip in breakfast and lunch or you skip in lunch, you're not going to make it to dinner without raiding a cupboard. And the cupboard that you are going to raid is not going to be the cleaning cupboard, right? It's going to be a cupboard that holds food because you might be ravenous and you might feel like that hunger has hit you immediately and you haven't had dinner yet or dinner is not prepped. So when you skip in those meals throughout the day because you might not feel hungry or because you are trying to save calories, it's going to come bite you in the bum. You then might eat a fair amount of food before you have consumed dinner, which is going to lead to you consuming more calories at the end of the day. Why? Because they are not controlled calories. They are calories that were not part of the plan. When you have your meals such as breakfast and lunch, 
please remember that those meals are controlled calories. You have planned them. You have set those calories aside for those meals, meaning they are controlled. But when you skip those meals and you get home and you raid a cupboard, that is uncontrolled calories because you are ravenous and it becomes very difficult to control those calories that you are consuming in the moment. And even if that hunger doesn't hit you the same day, it's most likely going to hit you either the next day or a couple of days later, and then it's going to be even more uncontrollable. So my advice here, obviously, as I said, stop skipping meals. So you would then look at creating that meal frequency. Try and focus on three meals per day and then a late afternoon snack that will get you through to dinner. You're not going to get hungry. You're going to feel your satiety levels are pleased, they're happy with you, you are full and that means that you have controlled the amount of calories you have consumed throughout the day, which then obviously plays a massive, massive role in your adherence to your daily calorie goals. Number two, stop being the hero that is trying to save calories for later. So I think all of you have seen maybe online somewhere, maybe someone has shared a strategy of bank your calories and save them for when you really need them. And you know what, there is truth to this because a lot of people call it, say, calorie banking, meaning that every day you bank a couple of calories and you put it in a banking account, a calorie banking account for the weekend, for example. Now, the issue that I have with that is many people on average are looking at a calorie goal of around 1.6. Again, everyone's very different, but if you're looking at an average of around 1,600 calories per day, if you're going to be banking 200 calories per day so that you've got extra calories on the weekend, that will bring you down to around 1,400 calories per day. Those 200 calories that you are banking can make a major difference in your satiety levels for the day because you can get a fair amount of food. It would have to be nutrient-dense food to get a fair amount off those 200 calories, but you can, and those could be the 200 calories that hit the spot for the day. But if you banking those 200 calories every single day, that hunger is eventually going to catch up to you. And let's say, for example, it does catch up to you on the weekend. You've now banked five days worth of 200 calories. That's a thousand calories that you have banked for the weekend. So Saturday, you go out with a mindset of, oh, I've got an extra thousand calories that I've banked and I can use that today. Please keep in mind that a thousand calories on a Saturday is not necessarily a lot. But now, Mandy, you said 200 calories is a lot. Now you're saying 1,000 calories is not a lot. Okay, let's put it in context here. During the week, 200 calories, if you fill in up on nutrient-dense meals, you can get good bang for your buck on those calories and you can be fuller for longer. But if you're saving those calories for the weekend, 99% of the time, you're saving those calories so that you can have more calorie-dense foods, meaning the bang for your calorie buck of a 1,000 calories on calorie-dense foods is not going to be a lot. It's going to be a McDonald's meal, if that, right? So again, you think you have a lot of calories to play around with, but because it's the weekend, you're most likely going to be filling those 1,000 calories with calorie-dense foods. So it's not as much as you would like to believe. What happens then is you 
overconsume calories because in your mind you feel like you've been saving calories the whole week and you overestimate the amount of calorie dense foods you're going to consume or can consume on those calories saved. Again, remember you might have built up a hunger that is scared of nothing. So by the time the weekend comes, you've saved those thousand calories. You might then overconsume by a couple of thousand of calories because that hunger is controllable and your first thousand calories that you saved, you ate or filled up on calorie dense foods, which was not enough to keep you full or control that hunger. So what I would advise or suggest you to do is instead of banking calories during the week is eat to your calorie goal and then if you know you want to have a couple of calorie dense meals on the weekend rather set your calorie target on a Saturday or a Sunday to a maintenance amount or have a ceiling amount as a goal so that you know okay cool I am going to go out I am going to be social I am going to consume some pizza I am going to consume some wine let's increase the calories for the Saturday set a ceiling goal amount so that we know there still has to be a certain level of control. This is really going to help because there's not going to be any hunger that comes to bite you in the backside because you haven't been cutting calories during the week and you've set yourself a ceiling target for your calories for the Saturday. So that still allows you a certain amount of control without totally removing 100% of your fun foods. What I've also seen happen, and this is something that I touched on in the first point of not skipping meals, a lot of the times I've seen people skip meals throughout the day so that they can save calories for the treats at night, right? So essentially what happens then is you would skip your breakfast, you would skip your lunch or one of the two. You would then say, cool, I'm going to have dinner. That dinner doesn't hit the spot because you're exceptionally hungry. And what was meant to be one treat of 200 calories now turns into a treat box of 800 calories calories because that uncontrollable hunger is there. And that brings me to point number three. I like to call it the eat before treat strategy, right? So if you do, or if you are someone that likes having treats or you have a sweet tooth, what I would suggest that you do is keep your treats for after a main meal. Specifically, I would say dinner, right? But if you want to have it after lunch, that's also fine or it's okay. It's a starting point. What I mean with eat before you treat is set your set this as a guideline for yourself so eat all your meals before you have treats so plan your treat add your treat to the plan log it even before you consume it so in your mind so from a mindset perspective you know that that treat is part of the plan but make an effort to eat your main meal before you have that treat why because if you have that treat before a main meal a nutrient dense meal a meal that is volumed up with veggies and protein and some complex carbohydrate if you have your treat before that meal it may take away the immediate hunger you then left with that feeling of oh I don't need to have that nutrient dense meal now because I'm not that hungry anymore then what that happens is that leads to you skipping that meal and then all of a sudden that spiral takes place and you're like oh I had that chocolate and then before dinner you're like well I had that chocolate at lunchtime already now I'm hungry again I feel like this is an uncontrolled 
uncontrollable hunger. And a lot of the times that is where it leads to more treats, either from a mindset perspective, because you've told yourself you have already had one, or from a hunger perspective, because you skipped a meal, because you had your treat before the meal. So if you do want to have a treat, Plan it, log it, schedule it. Have it after your main meal. Ideally, you want to keep it till after dinner because then you've had your three nutrient-dense meals for the day. When you have that treat after your last meal of the day, a lot of the times it removes guilt because it was part of the plan. So there's no spiraling that takes place because there's not that guilt that is associated with having something that is part of the plan. By the time you've had that treat at night, you've also ticked all the boxes for your nutrient density, for the calories for the day, and you know, cool, I've won the day. But if you have that chocolate or that treat to start off with breakfast or for breakfast, a lot of the times it can play on your mind and you then setting yourself up for a very difficult day from a mindset perspective, but also from a hunger perspective, right? So again, this is a very good strategy to implement and to start using is eat before treat. Tip number four is something that I learned over the years and especially right in the beginning of my fat loss expedition is to log it before you consume it. And this goes for anything, not just treats, right? So the reason for this is a lot of the times we get nasty little surprises when we log the foods after we have consumed it. So a lot of the times you're over consuming calories, overeating without even knowing it until you start logging that food before the time, right? So when you log the food before you consume, it, you actually see how many calories are in the food that you are going to consume and that's going to help you control the amount of calories that you do consume for the day. But oftentimes, let's use a packet of cashew nuts for an example. A lot of times you might grab a packet of cashew nuts, you might then consume it and only when you get home that night do you log it and then you fall off your chair. You're like, oh, show it. <laughs> oh, shit. Look at the amount of calories in that damn packet of cashew nuts and immediately Immediately, that then takes you over your calories for the day, but you've already consumed it and you can't get a refund on those calories because it's already in your system. So then what might happen is you might then skip dinner to make up for those calories, which is not the best way forward because you're going to wake up ravenous the next day. So, and that's obviously then going to lead to yourself maybe overeating for that day. So again, to avoid those nasty surprises of the calories in your foods, log the foods before you consume the foods. That leaves the power in your hands to make the decision as to whether you want to consume that food or not. You can then make calculated choices with regards to your calories as to how you want to proceed. But if you don't log it before you consume it and you eat it, that choice has already been made. That is an uncalculated choice that has already been made, which could lead to yourself then either skipping meals, and we know what happens when you skip meals, or it could then lead to an accidental overconsumption of calories for the day, which could also then have a negative effect on the mindset because you're like, oh, well, if I've overconsumed calories today, what's the fucking point of consuming the right amount of calories tomorrow, which is absolutely ridiculous. And that actually brings me to the next point. Number five, what happens if you do overeat? What happens if you do overconsume calories?
calories? How do you proceed without having that negative mindset of, oh, well, I've already consumed X amount, so I may as well just consume X amount, thousands more. If you overconsume calories, whether it's by a hundred, okay, let's start off with if you consume calories and it's over by a hundred or two hundred, immediately that mindset goes to, well, I've already overconsumed by a hundred, so what's the extra five thousand? I don't know why us humans' brains are wired like that, but that's the way that we do think. I want you to know if you overconsume calories by a hundred or two hundred or three hundred, the chances that you are still within a deficit are fucking good, right? So again, you don't want to throw away that deficit just because you've overconsumed by 100, 200, or 300. It's about your averages over time that are going to make a major difference. And I think that mindset also stems from the fact that we believe we need to lose as much fat as quick as possible. And if there's one day that doesn't go according to plan, what's the fucking point of doing it anyway? But remember, you're making lifelong changes. You are creating a lifestyle that you want to or will be able to sustain. So if you go over by a couple of hundred of calories on one day, it's not a major train smash because your averages over time will probably still place you within a deficit. Now let's say for example you go over by 2,000 calories on one day. What do you do the next day? Absolutely nothing drastic. You proceed as per normal. You don't do extra cardio as punishment to burn off the calories. You don't skip your meals for the next day to make up for the calories that you overconsumed yesterday. No, 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 because that just leads to that vicious cycle of overconsuming calories. Because if you overconsume on one day, the next day you skip and you cut calories, what's going to happen the very next day? You're going to be ravenous. That hunger is going to be uncontrollable. And you're most likely going to overconsume calories again. And like I said, that's that vicious cycle that you want to start working on breaking. So what do you do? Absolutely nothing different. You proceed as per normal. You look at your calorie target. You're like, mm, okay, cool. Calorie target is 1,600. I don't need to cut calories. I don't need to do extra cardio to burn off the calories that you consumed yesterday. Proceed as per normal because you want to create that consistency, but you can't create that consistency if you keep cutting and chopping and changing your calories, okay? So again, just proceed as per normal. I know it's easier said than done because a lot of the times we dwell on the emotion that come with overeating. A lot of the times there might be that feeling of guilt that comes with overeating. In that moment, I want you to take a step back and I want you to realize that you are in this for the long run. Your couple of weeks leading up to the one day where you overate was a magical couple of weeks where you created a phenomenal deficit. And one day of being out of a calorie deficit is not going to ruin any of your progress. And that is very important that you remind yourself that on a regular basis and also remind yourself on a regular basis that it's all about the averages over time. So let's quickly recap those five points that I touched on as to how you can start working on stopping the overeating cycle. Number one, stop skipping meals. Number two, stop saving your calories for later or for the weekend. Number three, eat before treat. Number four, log it before you consume it. Number five, if you do overeat, just move on swiftly and proceed as per normal. 
As per usual, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode and all the other episodes, as well as sharing them and as well as the coffees. I really do appreciate it. On that note, I'm going to love and leave you like I usually do. Keep laughing, keep smiling, and always, always be kind to one another. Much love, your friend who brings you all the fat loss hacks, Mandy. <laughs>